I'm Alice Arnold, and this week on our Musicals and Theatre podcast, I'm talking to Julian Bird, the Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatre. Hello, everybody. I am going to be talking in this podcast to Julian Bird, who is the Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatres and the Executive Producer, of course, of the Olivier Awards, which we all loved this year. That was that was a terrific evening at the Albert Hall. And we're going to be chatting about sort of the state of the West End and what we can maybe look forward to this summer. Of course, we've still got a lot of the old favourites doing incredibly well. I mean, if you, if you want to find something to take your children or grandchildren to over the summer holidays, there is a wealth of, of, of stuff out there. We've got The Lion King, we've got Wicked, we've got Matilda. Um, those are sort of here to stay forever, some of them, it seems like. Yes, I mean, you know, the, the West End is is thriving and how great to be able to say that, theatre in general, I think. And yes, you know, we've got those extraordinary long-running hits that uh, will probably still be on if we're here in five years' time uh, talking about it. But, um, you know, you talk about the summer and taking families. Of course, the big thing this summer is Kids Week, which we do where, uh, you know, families can take their children for free to the theatre. So, um, you know, it's really worth going on the Kids Week website and uh, throughout the whole of August. Well, that's called Kids Week. It started off as just a week, but now it's the whole month of oh. August, so... So, for the yeah, whole summer holidays, well, for the summer holidays, really, proportion. for August, and you know, it's our, it's the theatre community's way of making sure that you know um, it stays affordable over the summer for for people to take their children and uh, so go on. And I can't remember how many shows we have forty plus shows on there for the summer period, so uh, worth a look. That's brilliant because I mean it can add up. You know, if you're taking a family of four to the theatre, by the time you've bought them a programme and then you've had something to eat and you know all of that, it can be incredibly expensive. But if you can take your kids for free. Mm-hmm. That's that's brilliant, and also means that they get a, a an experience of going to the theatre, and that lasts absolutely. a lifetime. Absolutely, and that's one of the things you know I care passionately about personally, but we do it the Society of London Theatre and the whole theatre community does in terms of, you know, encouraging children and people to be able to go to the theatre for the first time and experience it and see if it's something they really love. Get off their iPhones and... Get off their iPhones and go into a building. And, Mm. and, you know, on there you can, you know, the the, the special, the sort of smaller children's shows that appear for the summer period, you know, whether that's Horrible Histories, which all kids seem to know from the BBC or the books Mm -hmm. that they read, you know, comic strip books, but, you know, it's Around the World in 80 Days and Hunting of the Snark and all sorts of things. The Willows is in Palladium. Kids Week yep. at the London Palladium. There's tickets for that through Kids Week. So, you know, go on and have a look. And, uh, you know, really our performances all through August. Oh, well, that sounds brilliant. I shall be getting the nephews and It's niece. a good tip. I lo- it is a good tip. Uh, so let's talk about some of the new the new things that are coming into the West End. And a, f- a few things caught my eye when I was, I was looking at what was coming. We've got Evita... Coming back into the Phoenix, indeed, um, in August. Yeah, so this is the a production revival. that's been uh, touring the country for the last—I don't know what it is—nine months. Uh, it was at the Dominion. It's, it's based on a production that was at the Dominion a few years ago. Bill Kenwright's producing it, um, and uh, it's had a big UK tour. Uh, I think it's in Hamburg almost at the moment. We're about to head to Hamburg and then come straight into the West End. Uh, and playing Ava Peron is, is an actress called Emma Hatton, who some people will know she was in uh, Wicked, of course. So she's one of those Wicked right. uh, graduates, if you like, who's gone on to kind of extraordinary things. And she's sensational in the role. So, uh, yeah, it opens uh, beginning of August, you know. And it's a, it's a really, really, really good production of Evita. Mm. Well, for people who've never seen it. I can thoroughly of, recommend you know. it. It's a, it's a stunning production. Then we've got, in terms of straight play, exciting Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. 
with Sienna Miller and Jack O'Connell. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Revival, obviously, mm. uh, at the Apollo. It's actually the Young Vic producing that, would you believe, but in a different theatre uh, oh, on right, Shaftesbury Avenue. So on the Apollo, very, very interesting and two amazing young actors. Uh, I think tickets are very hard to come by, I think, so. Uh, but there's, there's bound to be one or two around. Which is great, actually, to see that a sort of a classic can still draw people Very in. much, very and, much. And even if it takes big names to do that that everybody's heard of, then at least they're going to the theatre to see yeah. a, a proper piece of, you know, Two great names, and, and, but, you know, two serious stage actors as well, mm. in, you know, in the past, you know, so it's great to see those people keep coming back to the stage as ever. And talking of uh, serious actresses, that I hugely admire, Stockard Channing. I know. Stockard. I think every, everyone's a little bit excited about this. And so. actually, I did hear, she's called, you have to say Stockard. Stockard, I think Stockard, that's right. because I think it comes from a surname and it was, uh, she, it was oh, something right? Stockard. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I'm sure so that I, I ever, sounds right. <laughs> if I ever meet her after I've Stockard, recovered yeah. from the shock of meeting her, I must remember to call yeah, her Stockard. Yeah. But she's in this thing called... Apologia. Apologia. Yeah. At the um, with Laura Studios. Carmichael as well, amongst other people who, of course, well known for, for Downton Abbey, mm. played one of the daughters in that. And um, yeah, I mean, it, I, fascinated. I've never seen this play. It's a revival. I think it's the first time it's properly been revived uh, in the West End. And, it, you know, she is an extraordinary actress. I've been fortunate enough to see her um, on stage on Broadway. Um, and she utterly commands the stage. And uh, you know, I guess we should say, I mean, m- some people won't remember who she is but no, of course if you ever watched the west wing she was the oh, president's I, wife no, in the west wing you see that's where no no i'm uh, i'm rizzo in greece oh, rizzo, of course rizzo see, in greece that's, yeah that's all I mean, you know there are worse know, things i could do indeed. but but once again um she's the most extraordinary stage actress as well mm. she did a play called other desert cities which uh, actually was then done at the old vic here but she did it on broadway and the lincoln center as well she was utterly devastating in that mm. the sort of matriarch so I, I can't wait to see her and yeah that opens in august as well at the trafalgar studios yeah no i should be grabbing definitely grabbing. i can't wait to go that. for that yeah um Okay, when is Hamilton coming and will we be able to get tickets? What's happening? Well, Hamilton is due to open um, towards the end of the year. Um, I think the previews are are scheduled to start in sort of November, late November. Um, You can register online. There are tickets still available. Um, You know, you can go on and get them. I I haven't looked recently. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be the hot ticket in town when Mm. it comes. Um, It's not the only hot ticket. You know, we've got things like Dreamgirls and other things, Mm. Harry Potter still, which is, you know, completely sold out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that would that would be. I, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if it creates as much of a a thing in the West End. Yes, I mean, and it's wonderful. Um, you know, they've cast it completely from the UK. Uh, some real kind of new talent, people that they found from you know out of fresh out of drama schools and fresh from doing other things. And uh, it'll be really, really interesting to see what it's like. I loved it. I've seen it a couple of times. I'm very fortunate on Broadway, and uh, I can't wait to see it here. And the other thing that's returning is Groundhog Day, isn't it? Um, possibly. Oh, they haven't possibly. announced that okay. yet. Yes, so Groundhog Day, which won the Olivier Award. Uh, it was nominated for a huge number of Tony Awards in America and still playing on Broadway. And yeah, there are rumours, you know, Tim has to mention the author who obviously wrote Matilda and known for many things, has talked about it coming back hopefully next year, but nothing's announced yet. The one that is coming back is Jesus Christ Superstar, of course, to Regent's Park. Well, that's coming to Regent's Park, yes. Um, And, well, that's... Back from, in that's August, last September. year's production exactly. that's, that's coming back again with yeah. some new cast members. A few new cast, the, the, the core cast. Tyrone Huntley, who, 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 who will be on one of my podcasts. Yes, uh, um, but you know, that, 
lots of people couldn't get a ticket last year and so it's coming back there are tickets still available it, it kind of opens in i think it's sort of mid late uh, august and runs through september so if you didn't get to see it last time yeah. I, I thoroughly recommend it yeah. and, and apparently it's even fine when it rains it adds more atmosphere I'm That's sure. That's what Tyron said. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's I, have been, I have been at the open-air theatre when it has absolutely bucketed with rain. So, uh, you know, it's a rite of passage, I think, to do that. So. Now, another thing that I was quite surprised about, The Woman in White is yes. a revised a revised score, Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical, of course, which, gosh, I can't remember. I, was, I saw it years and years ago. Yes, it was done at the Palace Theatre. Um, I don't know if you remember, it was one of the first to use sort of video that's as right. the design element. Yes, that's right. Instead of sort of solid sets, yeah. we had we had screens with sets. Indeed, and, and a lot of people um, complained because it was such early technology. <laughs> lots of people in the audience Where's said, my set? Well, that, but also they said they felt sick because there were, there were lots of trains and stuff in it. And people said, because it was so new, lots of people in the audience felt a bit queasy as a result of watching this. So, oh, uh, yeah, oh. it, it became quite well known for that. I yeah, think it's just a brilliant way of, you know, yeah. presumably in a slightly more affordable way, <laughs> achieving Nowadays, nowadays, sets, I think, yes, you know. yeah. Um, but, and there's a, and a revised score with that, which will be interesting. Yes, they've done some revisions to it, we hear. Um, it's been worked on for a, a couple of years. Uh, it's opening up sort of off West End, if you like, at Charing Cross Theatre. Um, so it will be interesting as well. Okay. Um, Talking about things that come into the West End, obviously quite a lot of, of, of regional things or things that start on tour and then come in. Um, we've just had Fiddler on the Roof open at Chichester and I wonder, because a lot of things that went a gypsy and half a sixpence both yes, came from Chichester, correct. both ended up at the Savoy. Correct. I wonder if they're planning a similar path. I don't know. I haven't so, heard anything on, on Fiddler. I let's mean, just throw it, the rumour out It's there. literally just then, opened and yeah. has had great reviews. Mm. Um, you know, Fiddler um, had an extraordinary revival on Broadway, did very well for about 18 months, uh, you know, in the last couple of years. So uh, let's see, you know. But there are other things transferring, you know. Ink is transferring this amazing new play, um, kind of about the birth of the Sun newspaper that's been at the Almeida Theatre. That's transferring to the Duke of York's in September. So you're right. I mean, it's great to see these things kind of transfer in. Yes, so. they do well and then they get a big audience. Yeah, that's right. And anyway, I like to start a totally unsubstantiated Absolutely. I think that is a, as I, a substantiated uh, dream as yeah. we speak, mm, I have I, to yeah, say. Yes, and that's possible. <laughs> I just like to do that. Drop it in there, leave it. <laughs> Don't back it up with See any what happens. Exactly. exactly. And move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, Brexit and you saying that the tourist trade is really, really good at the moment... Because, of course, tourists are getting more for their money. Indeed. Especially from Europe. Very much. The, the and America. Is, and yeah, America. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and I mean, you know, I, I think um, Visit Britain released statistics just a week ago and, and you know overseas tourists into London are very, very high at the moment. And uh, that's a wonderful thing, I think. So, yeah. uh, you know, we and, and the range of productions that we currently have in London kind of suit all tourists, I think. You know, if you don't speak English very well, we've got great shows you can go and see, whether that's Thriller Live or Mamma Mia or Les Mis or the things you know. Uh, and if your English is your first language, you know, we have the, the full range of plays as well. So, it, you know, there is really, really something for everybody there. And also, I suppose, a lot of English, British people deciding not to go abroad for their holidays because it's so expensive to go abroad, having their staycations and, uh, and seeing things in London. Indeed, and, and, and we see that, and that's why things like Kids Week, we hope, help with that, that people can come to the theatre more affordably. But, I mean, at the moment, you know, we're sitting right in the centre of London here, in the centre of the West End, uh, talking, and, you know, the school groups and everything everywhere are extraordinary mm. at the moment. Yeah, so, uh, long, long may that continue it's busy, for all busy, of us. Busy. Yeah. Even though they might be slightly annoying on the tube when they don't know how to go down the stairs on the right Couldn't side. Couldn't possibly that comment. Sort of thing. <laughs> um, it's lovely to have so many tourists and so 
many visitors to our capital cheers. city. Cheers. What would you say you're most excited about coming up, coming up? I mean, I think a few things. We've talked about a few of them, and I think um, you know, Apologia is personally something I'm looking forward to because because of, of Stockard Channing. Um, Follies, of course, at the National Theatre, this extraordinary revival. We haven't had a massive production of Stephen Sondheim's great kind of uh, show, Follies, which for those who don't know is about uh, um, a group of chorus uh, ladies, let's call them, uh, who come back together at at the theatre they performed at. They were the Follies there uh, before this theatre is torn down the next day and they come back and kind of reminisce on their lives uh, with their partners. Um, And uh, it's an has some of the most extraordinary songs written and of course Imelda Staunton and Janie D and all sorts of people are going to be in it um, at the National Theatre and they've just opened um, a second wave of booking for that right through to kind of the beginning of January so mm-hmm. there, there are tickets now available so um, you know that's really exciting and then you know something completely um, different and, and out there is you know they're going to build this temporary theatre at Marble Arch uh, to house Tell a revival of Five Guys Named Mo. Oh, are they? Which was, of course, written by Clark Peters, who was in it originally. Uh, and that's going to open in September. So, yeah, there's going to be like a temporary theatre, a whole sort of immersive experience where you'll in, be in the bar and in the whole kind of show. In the middle of Marble Arch. Yes, though. right in the middle. Yeah, roundabout. By, by there, where, the, where there's that huge grass patch there. Yeah, they're going to put a, a temporary theatre there. Like a tent or Yes, something. yeah, effectively yeah. a big, yeah, big, it's a big, bigger construction than that, based around one of those kind of uh, German Spiegel tents. Uh, but completely refitted out for for this new production. Yeah, so it it, it had a little tryout. This production uh, in Edinburgh um, over Christmas was hugely well received, and so yes, it's going to open in Marble Arch. So uh, you know re- that's kind of exciting and different, and the sort of thing that we love. Yeah, I'm actually going up to the Edinburgh Festival for the first time since I was about so am twenty-two. I. Yes, um, not for long, only for two days. Yeah. But I, I shall see what I can see. Yes. Always a place to be spotting the talent. Yes, it's very hard. I mean, you know, the, the Edinburgh Festival is, is extra, for people who haven't been, I mean, there's the main Edinburgh Festival and then you've got the Book Festival and then you've got the Fringe, which of course is the the biggest the festival one. in the world. And, you know, there's thousands of shows every day, you know, so you have to get a few recommendations or else you have no idea what to, what to yeah. go to, really. And the trouble so. is, as soon as something does get recommended, you can't get a ticket for it because it, it's in a theatre that holds about 30 people. Exactly. Um, and as soon as word of mouth goes yeah. around, well, that's, they take, as, that's as these, as these theatre companies are, and comedians and everything take over literally every space, you yeah. know, uh, in the whole of the city. It's a, it, it's a magical atmosphere, I mean. Yes. Well, I'm yeah, going out for a few days as well. i to see so. if it still is after I, when I went when I was a student performing in three plays a day, you know, yeah. all of that. I think you'll find it's bigger um, than you remember. I mean, it really is. There's uh, almost no part of the city that isn't kind of transformed and taken over now. Yeah, but mm. it's great. It's just great fun, the atmosphere. The atmosphere is amazing. And you sort of just have to throw yourself into it and not worry too much, you yes. know. And Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Julian. Pleasure. I think we're going to talk to you again um, with more news and more. And, and I will just, I'll, I'll give more rumours out there, and you can Excellent. tell me if you think that might, exactly. might be true or not. But, exactly. but for now, Julian Bird, thank you so much. Pleasure, for thank to you. Us. was the musicals and theatre podcast and if you enjoyed that then why not subscribe it's absolutely free to our channel on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can also hear me every weekend morning from six till ten on mellow magic